Brains presents A Work in Progress, your favorite weekly podcast all about navigating adulthood and adversity with transparency and vulnerability. Here, we highlight progress over perfection. You're listening to my personal professional development diary, where I share the highs and lows and the real and raw parts of the story that no one talks about. I'm your host, Breland Hunt, a work in progress. Dear friend, I hope all is well with you and that you are as healthy in body as you are sound in mind and strong in spirit. Welcome back to A Work in Progress, the podcast. It's been it's been a long time. It's been a while since we have sat down and we've talked here. Consider the most recent break to be a mid-season break, I guess. That's what we're going to call it. Um, life has really just been life in you guys. And that's what we're going to talk about today. As you can tell by the title of this episode, we are talking about recovering from a season of setbacks. I have so much to talk to you guys about because I have not uploaded a podcast episode. I don't even know how long it is. I kind of stopped counting. But I mean, <laughs> I've been going through it for so long. And So today's episode is going to be pretty chill. I really just want to jump back into things and talk to you guys and then really just kind of let you guys know where I'm at and what's going on with me. But at the same time, I'm still in the middle of it. And so I was trying to wait until I felt like everything was better in order to come back. But I I really just want to I just really want to be consistent with my social media, specifically with my podcast. And so even though I don't feel ready, I don't really know what I want to talk about anymore. It's just so many emotions. I'm just going to try and talk it through. And it's one of those things where I don't fully know what I'm going to talk about today. I just wrote down a few things and I sat down and I pressed record. And now we are going to talk because I've got to get back out there. I've got to sit down and talk to you guys because I haven't in so long. So first things first, if you are listening to the pod, shout out to all of my audio listeners. If you are listening, make sure that you stop, that you rate the pod, five star ratings only. And if you're watching the pod, go ahead and um, give this video a thumbs up and comment down below. Comment what your weather is like right now because let's talk about how it is March and I look outside my window and it's snowing outside I mean it's completely it's ridiculous I don't really know what's going on and also if you are watching the pod you see that I have long straight black hair which is like who is she I love to play around on social media Um, I talked about it on Instagram like straight hair Breland like who is she she acts different Straight hair Breland act like she got money. (laughs) No, but for real, this is one of the many things that have changed since I last spoke with you guys. And speaking of, I recorded the last podcast episode the day after my grandmother passed. And those of you guys, if you have been following me for a long time here on the podcast, you know that my grandmother is my favorite person to have ever lived. She was my favorite person in the entire world. Um, I was super close with her. And even though she wasn't a super healthy person, her death was still very unexpected. Um, her health just declined really rapidly. And it just sent me it. I mean, can we talk? Can we talk for a minute? I wasn't I am not okay. Like yesterday was a really hard day. And this is the first time that I've had to really experience grief from somebody that was super close to me. And what was really weird, which I talked about in the last podcast episode, was that it was preceded by Chesley's death, 
which is somebody who I didn't know, but I have this super close connection to this person who I really admired, who I really looked up to, who I watched a lot, who I just connected with a lot. And so to have her take her own life was just like super, it just really had me spinning. And, and then just to know that like this person who I just had the utmost confidence that I was going to meet one day and be friends with and connect with her to know that I no longer had that option. It was something that was just, I did not know how to process my feelings. I just kept thinking about her. I just kept talking about her. It was something that was just super emotional for me. And I had no idea that in less than a week's time, I was going to be experiencing one of the greatest deaths um, that I probably will ever experience. Like this is something that I don't fear death for myself personally, but I dreaded my grandmother's death because I loved her so much and I love her so much. And I, I was watching, um, which we're going to talk about this later, but I was watching this documentary yesterday and I was just thinking about how now that I have this experience with grief, it's almost like I have a, a different type of sensitivity to the world. It's like I see the world, I experience the world differently. Sometimes even just things like seeing somebody appreciate life so much or I mean there's like little things I was talking to my friend who also co-directs the Miss HBCU team pageant with me we were in a meeting and his grandmother called and he was like oh, I'll call her back and I was like get off the phone with me right now and call your grandma or like put me on mute but like answer your grandmother's phone call of course I think that's kind of like and I didn't even think about what I was saying I was kind of just like you need to put me on pause. Like I'm, I'm not as important as your grandmother. This is not as as important as your grandmother. And it doesn't really matter. I say that to say that I, I'm starting to feel this heightened level of, you need to cherish the people who are in your life while they're there to be in your life. And I think I, of course, cherish my grandmother. I just, the hardest thing is I just feel like I had more time. Like I just, I just knew I felt like I had more time. I thought I had more time with her. Um, there's just so many things that I wanted her to see and experience. There's things that I wanted to talk to her about. And I, I just, it just, it just sucks. And so I've just been going through it. Like I said, even just yesterday, I feel like I, there's days where I don't think about her until somebody asks me like, how are you doing? And then I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. And there's times where, like I said yesterday, I just kept thinking about her like all day between like waking up, I'll have dreams about her, something that I read in the Bible, something that I'll see on TV, just even the way that the clouds will move or I'll hear about the ocean or it's like anything and everything reminds me of her and I'm just in a really just weird place that I feel like has really blocked my creativity. And um, and even though that area of my life is always open because I now, of course, have this channel of, of love, this direct connection to heaven because, I mean, I don't even have the words. There's so many words that I want to say, but I just, it's not necessary to have like this whole moment. I guess I'm just, is she's just been on my mind and my heart even weeks later but um what am I trying to say Breelan I guess I'm just trying to say that I've been really all over the place like I really can't focus and sit down and I just don't feel good like I don't feel good enough to 
create. I don't feel good enough. And I say like good enough, like not that I don't feel worthy enough, but my mind is just not in the right place. But like um, time is of the essence and, and life is moving forward and there's things I need to do. There's places I need to be. There's meetings that need to be had. And I would like to do much of nothing. <laughs> I would like to kind of just let my feelings ebb and flow, but I can't like I have to I have to keep going and I have to keep moving and I have to think ahead and I have to live for the now and I have to live for my grandmother and it's so it's been difficult it's been hard but I will say and I talked about this in a vlog that's going to go up this week it's a couple of weeks old now but I I'm going to try and edit it and have it up for you guys this week and I talked about how sadly but truly I'm hoping that this is kind of really a close to a season of setbacks that was a very long intro to say that I'm hoping that the passing of my grandmother and a few other things that have happened in the past couple of weeks are all just chapters closing so that way I can enter just a new a brighter and a better chapter because boy has this past chapter been tough it has been truly a season of setbacks and I think I mentioned this to the podcast but one time I went out with my work bestie Glory and she's we no longer work together she's now in PA school but normally when we meet up like the past time when we went out to dinner I will catch her up with things that are going on in my life but also at work and I've told you guys for a while now that my job makes me very unhappy and so I can tell I, I usually reserve my complaining to certain people who get it if you don't get this subject I'm not going to complain to you about it because you're just not going to get it you know but Glory she gets it when it comes to my work stuff because she works there too so I hold in a lot of stuff for my job and um, I let her have it <laughs> and so I'm telling her all these things about again just what's going on in life in general but also specifically at work that's just like driving me crazy and making me just super unhappy and she asked me the question when was the last time I felt like I was happy and what I came up with was when I finished my classes for my master's program, I guess I had officially graduated, there was no graduation, but somewhere between like that June, July period. And I knew because I, I think I got my job offer on July 14th. So I knew that I was going to be working as a medical assistant at this GYN private practice that was owned by a black woman who was an HBCU graduate. It just felt like the perfect like, wow, I did it. I'm on the right path. And it you know, I'm everything's going good. That was the last time where I felt like everything is going good. And it just slowly just started to be one thing after next after next. I'm just going to quickly go through the things that that have happened wrong in my season of setbacks just to kind of speak with you all about why I'm just like so where why I am where I am right now mentally. I would say that in July of 2020, this was right. So now we're talking about a year and a half ago was the last time that I can genuinely say that I felt happy like I have no complaints. Everything is right in the world. In August, I start my job. At this time, I guess the first thing that went wrong was that, and again, I haven't fully gone into detail about this, but I've said this before, I was not supposed to be living at home with my mother. I was supposed to be having my own place, which didn't end up working out at no fault to my own. The opportunity to live in our second family's home was stripped away from me. And so I was forced to live with my mother. And I'm blessed 
that my mother has opened up her home to me. But as a 24 year old at that time and a 25 year old now who has her master's and who has lived alone outside of my mother's home for six years, it was and it has been extremely difficult to live at home with my mother. Um, it's that was a whole that's a whole thing, right? So that was the first thing where it was like, whoa, I thought I was coming home to a different situation. And so I really, and I've talked about this before as well, I romanticized moving back home. I thought, you know, I'll be close to my family. I'll be able to do, you know, when they, when the cousins have events and I'll have my own space. And as long as I work and I eventually go to school in the Maryland DC area, then I'll have, I'll build a network because I'm just so obsessed with Atlanta. And I feel like I probably love Atlanta because I loved Spelman. And so I have my network of connection of people in Atlanta because I went to school there. And if I went to school and I went to work here in this area, then I would feel the same way about Maryland. Um, so I was kind of like, ooh, first red flag. I'm not really living where I want to live. I'm further out from the city than I expected. I'm not in my own space. And, but I'm here. I could have decided to stay in Raleigh or even go back to Atlanta, maybe get my own apartment there um, to continue working in the healthcare field and study for the MCAT. But I chose to come back home. Granted, like I said, I wanted to be around family. It was the pandemic and I was sick and tired of like living alone being isolated in North Carolina but I took advantage of how quote-unquote good life was when I was in North Carolina. I had my own apartment. I lived by myself when I was in this community where I could be around people who were also you know applying to medical school or applying to their health professional programs. I had mentors. I had advisors. I could easily exercise. I was you know I was able to go outside multiple times a day. Even the content. It was so easy to make content when I was in grad school and that was really great for my bank account. Also for my mental health, for my creative side. Like things just flowed and even though school was difficult and I was like oh it's so hard to be like you know a micro influencer in some in somewhere like Raleigh North Carolina although those things were true what I didn't realize was that once I was going to become a medical assistant I told you guys before my job maybe I haven't because I talked to my friend Jasmine who is my high school friend she has lived in this area since we've graduated high school she went to college out here so she's still out here in this area and um She's one of my good friends who also watches my channel. And so sometimes I forget, like, what do you know because I put out there on the internet? Or what do you know because, like, you're actually my real friend? And she has informed me that I don't think I've said online that my job ended up not allowing me to film at my job. So that was the second roadblock where I went from having all of this creative freedom, I was able to film during classes, film me preparing for tests, even just like filming me studying for hours. Like I was able to be productive in two areas of my life at the same time. And I felt like I was walking in my calling, walking in my purpose. You know, even though I wasn't already there, I felt good with where I was. But to not be able to film at my job where I was spending a lot of my time. And again, we've talked about my job situation before where the hours are long and it, it was just a lot. So that was like thing two and thing three, <laughs> uh, the setback two and setback three, where my job wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to be. Although it was great clinical experience, I definitely learned a lot from that job and being in that position as a medical assistant and then a scribe and then a surgical technician. All those things have been great, but it also 
you know, cause a lot of problems with me creatively and even mentally. And it got even worse when setback number four happened, which is when I started to study for the MCAT. This is really where it all went wrong. (laughs) And this started in September, right? So these are the things that happened even before September happened. So the end of July, I have my 24th birthday. August 1st, I start my new job. Before we even get to September, I've already had three huge setbacks that really had me feeling some type of way. By September, I start studying for the MCAT and I was really struggling. And the content that I was making at that time, I kept saying stuff like I have three jobs and I'm struggling and I'm stressed out because doing because working full time, trying to do content creation full time and then also studying for the MCAT full time was so stressful. I could not get the hang of it. You guys know I kind of teetered and tottered. I was like, well, let me do work full time and content creation part-time and then MCAT full-time that didn't work let me do work part-time and content creation part-time and MCAT full-time that didn't work let me do no content creation work part-time and studying for the MCAT full-time that didn't work and I literally like I said I was pulling and tugging and trying and failing until literally January I think it was December or January when I, no, I decided in December to start over. No, it wasn't until January when I officially decided, okay, I'm going to do work, zero, content creation, zero. I'm going to do MCAT full time. And then we had the MCAT season, which was the biggest setback of it all. The thing about MCAT season though, is that I knew, like I knew this is going to be, this is going to be this is going to (laughs) be, this is going to be a season that's really going to push me to my edge. This is a season that's really going to, you know, bring me out of my comfort zone. It's going to be tears. It's going to be pain, but like, I'm, I just wanted to win afterwards. Like I just wanted to succeed. I wanted it all to be worth it. After studying for the MCAT for months, which it's easy to brush by and be like, yeah, you know, in January and then in May, But I want you guys to remember (laughs) that that's from January to May. I mean, I was spiraling for months. You guys saw the video. I was spiraling like one day I feel good about it. Next day I'm crying. Next day I'm like, I can't do this. Next day I'm scoring well. Next day I'm crying. Like it was so draining. It was a horrible time. It was a horrible time in my life. And I'm like traumatic, trauma. Studying for the MCAT was trauma. And then directly after that, because it was right after trauma and I only returned back to work because my boss reached out to me and was like, hey, I want you to be a scribe for me. Um, <laughs> I was about to say something I shouldn't have said. Because she asked me to be her scribe, right? At, literally, I took my test on Friday and she called me back to work that Saturday or Sunday. Like, I think it was a Sunday she texted me and I was like, does she know? Does she know that I just took my test and that I I literally, at the same time, I'm trying to um, get my application together, write my personal statement, um, get ready for Miss Maryland. Like, and there were so many L's because of that. I did not get to fully prepare myself for Miss Maryland, even though I was ready. I wasn't ready because I didn't get to spend as much time as I needed to preparing for Miss Maryland because I was in these seasons of setbacks. And then my application, I sent it in late. And these are not excuses. 
I don't want this to be an excuse video, but just letting you guys know how I have been, I haven't been able to catch my breath for a year and a half now. Like it's just been one thing after another, after another. So to continue, <laughs> after I got my application in late, what did I, when did I send it in? Like the end of August, I also had Miss HBCU teen going on. That was the end of July. The best part of all of this was my birthday. My 25th birthday was literally a godsend. I spent way too much money because I was balling in Paris. I was balling in Morocco. I mean, I, but I had the best time ever. I had the best time ever for my birthday. Um, that was, and, and the reason why is because I hadn't checked my MCAT score yet. And at that time, I think I had maybe one or two podcast episodes out there. Um, and then I, had the, I had the audacity to start this podcast in the middle of all of this mess. That's because I also just felt like, what am I going to do with my content creation? Because I've just been really stuck in this. I'm not where I want to be. And I'm I'm not who I want to be. I'm not where I want to be. What can I do in the here and now to add value and to continue on with this community who I love and I appreciate, but I, I don't know what value I can give them because I am a mess. I don't, I don't, I don't have anything going on right now that I feel can be of value to share with other people, specifically with people who are just like who are on the same path as me. And that's why I was like, I really just want to try and focus on the underrepresented minorities who are going into college. I really want to give advice for people who are first going into college, because now that I am well beyond a college graduate, I understand what I wish I would have done differently at that time. But luckily and unluckily, my audience has grown with me. And so things have changed. Like social media has changed. Like Gen Z, they're not on YouTube watching 30 minute long videos of people who are older and wiser, even in the same position or further on than them, like giving them advice. They want quick, trendy videos. They want you to point while you're dancing on TikTok in order to be able to like get the information that they need. And it's not that I'm incapable of doing it but like I said I think my mind is just such on a block that I, I just haven't been able to fully be creative and tap into what I need so where are we at now so we've got my application is in late I open up my MCAT score I still haven't shared it, but I think you guys are pretty aware that I'm not happy with my MCAT score. It's not the worst that it could be. It improved from the first time, but it definitely left me to be, you know, a little, it was, it was very sad. It was very sad to have scored the score that I scored after the amount of tears and sacrifices that I made to study for the MCAT. It, it was very disappointing. It was very disheartening. It was very depressing. Um, and then I kind of went into the secondary zone where I was working and I wasn't fully back on social media yet, I don't think, or maybe I was trying to do podcasts or maybe I was doing podcasts at that time. Yes. By this point, I'm trying to get a grasp of things. When I was doing my secondaries, I was, you know, doing my essays. I was going to work. I was filming my podcast, just trying to get a hold on everything. And um, 
At the same time, even coming to grips with Miss Washington County and being able to really experience being Miss Washington County out in the community, the world is opening back up. My friend is moving back home. I really had a moment there where I was like, okay, okay, things are getting better. I'm figuring it out. I'm getting a grasp on it. And like I said, the end of this year just really like punched me in the face between, you know, after two years of ducking and dodging it, even though I work in the healthcare field, even after me being in the emergency department during the break of COVID, I did so good until the end of 2021. Boom, I got COVID. And I hoped I was like, please, let's just say 2021 was a bad year. Let's just let's just throw the whole year away. And 2022 is going to be new and fresh and than death. And so I just, I've been in a season of setbacks. And I quite literally just don't know what to do with my life. I I just want to like crawl up in a ball. It's like I want to create so badly. I want to connect. I want to provide value and entertainment. And I just want to get back to where I was and what I was doing and go beyond it. But I am like, in a ditch, like in many areas and aspects of my life, like mentally, I'm in a ditch. Financially, I'm in a ditch. (laughs) I feel like my career is like kind of in a ditch. Like I just feel. (sighs) And so going back to what I was getting at probably like 20 minutes ago, because I have been rambling, is that I've kind of realized that a lot of chapters are now closing for the better or for the worst like my grandmother passing is a chapter close closing my two-year reign which was such a good thing as Miss Washington County having that chapter close and so many other things at the same time just makes me feel like okay I can finally start to come up for air and then try this thing called life again And I'm currently reading the book called Woman Involved by my favorite Sarah Jakes Roberts. In the book, she wrote, just because you've survived something doesn't mean you didn't experience damage. There is truly nothing more necessary for our journey of healing than acknowledging we've been damaged. So that's what this video is. It's just acknowledging like I've been going through it. I don't know what the heck is next? I'm I'm praying and I, I have a good feeling that there's better coming because it's it's one of those things where it's like every time I think that we're at the rock bottom, we keep getting lower. But if we really are at the rock bottom, which it feels like it's only up from here. So I kind of want to break through the different phases that I went through um, in order to kind of maybe relate to you and where you're at if you are also experiencing a season of setbacks in order for us to kind of get to a place of new beginnings. So first was like wishful thinking. That's when everything was good and I had a plan. It's weird because things have kind of been going according to plan, but also not according to my plan whatsoever at all. And you know what they say, when we plan, God laughs. I don't really know when I'm going to learn that lesson for myself. But that was phase one, having a plan, wanting things to go a certain way, and just having wishful thinking. And then when life happens, I kind of was inserted into phase two, which was faith or facts. 
this is something that I found myself constantly having to battle with and then remind myself with um, throughout these different series of setbacks. But most specifically when I received my MCAT score, because I got my score back, I didn't look for months. And then I looked at it and I immediately pressed submit for my medical school applications. Even though I wasn't happy with it, I was like, that's what you say. <laughs> you know, maybe people don't get in with that score or that score may be low to some people, but I'm going to press submit, you know, with faith. And following immediately after that was the next phase, which was just uncertainty. I am a person who is just like super confident. And I think that's one of the things, one of the many things that has been so uncomfortable about this season is that I have just been experiencing so much doubt. So I've had, I have like such low confidence when it comes to my ability to matriculate into medicine in the way that I hope. I believe, like I really don't have any doubt that I will one day matriculate. It's just like, will I matriculate this year to these schools with this amount of money um, in these locations, you know, in this timeline? Like I want things to go in a pretty picture perfect way so I can vlog it, upload it and live my best life. And I was just very uncertain during this time of like, maybe I'll get one interview that's not going to make a really good, you know, it would be nice to have a whole interview season series, but I'll probably just get one interview. And I'm, I'm even uncertain about that. Or, you know, it was just like this long, these long intervals, multiple long intervals of like anxious anticipation. And I found that that was just so challenging. And it is so challenging when you're not really sure like where God's taking you or what he has planned for your life. And you know that you have to trust, and you know, you have to believe that his plan is the best plan for your life. And you know that he's not going to give you more than you can bear. And you know that he's not going to set you up for failure. So if it's not now, you know what they say, man's rejection is God's protection. So keeping all those things in mind, I was in a season of uncertainty for a very long time or a phase of uncertainty. And then because I was in that phase for so long, and so often, like it, it really started to hit in other places too. Like I said, with my journey with social media, I just don't know where I fit anymore. I just don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I want to create. And like I mentioned in a previous podcast episode, it has led to burnout and just mental exhaustion, like constantly trying to figure out, okay, so if I do it like this, and if I do it like this, and okay, so the application ends on this day. And all right, so they're saying to post five times a day, like the mental exhaustion comes with just the constant overthinking and then also navigating the thoughts and emotions and the questions that come with being stuck. I also talked about this, about like this just never ending feeling of me being like, what the heck am I supposed to do with the cards that I've been dealt? I've tried my best. I've worked my hardest and things are not working out. And if you are doing this for your protection, I need you to protect me on a higher level to something better than this, because what I'm experiencing is trash. I think after this is kind of like, you have two options. You can either be like, this just isn't for me it's time to go on to something else. I quit. I move on. I'll circle back and I'll come back later. Or you double down like, no, 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 no. 
He said, okay, <laughs> then I'm going to be Dr. Breland. You did not put this on my heart at five years old for me to not achieve it in whatever way you find fit. So let's just go ahead and buckle in for whatever ride we're on because Lord knows and I don't literally Lord knows I do not know what this ride is going to be but I'm doubling down on the fact that even though I'm so I'm exhausted because I'm overthinking about things that are none of my business so let me stay out of it and just be ready right and then even when it comes to like the the cycle of grief and the long process of waiting and trying really hard like with social media and things just like just not working it comes into this next phase of like hopelessness and anger and regret like (sighs) I have so many emotions with my grandmother because I'm kind of just like dang if my granny isn't here like I don't want to say what's the point but this really sucks. <laughs> like this, this really just sucks without her. And I'm definitely angry. I definitely have regrets. Like even though I told her I loved her so many times and, you know, she told me she loved me. I knew how she felt. I documented everything that I could while I was with her. Like, you know, but it's still kind of like all those emotions are just, they're just there. And like I said, even when it comes to my grief and even when it comes to this journey of becoming Dr. Breland, I found myself being really hopeless and kind of getting angry and having regret, like all of those things, like towards myself, which is so unfair and very anti year of love, may I add, <laughs> towards myself. But I've been like so angry at myself, kind of like, why couldn't you have gotten it together in college? Like, or why could why can't you get this stuff when you you spent all these months studying like why couldn't you get it together for the MCAT so that way you didn't have to go through this or or why couldn't you have just clicked your mind two seconds before you went out to speak for Miss Marilyn that way you know this year of waiting would have made more sense instead of a feeling like it was senseless like I, like there's so many spirals so many angry and frustrated and regretful spirals like I'll get mad at myself like you spent so much time in your application and you may have to apply again and you threw away what could have been your last chance at being Miss Marilyn and even though you make another chance your grandmother was at Miss Marilyn in 2021 she won't be able to be there in 2022 and I know that's so mean it's so mean it's so mean for me to talk to myself this way but that's where I've been at like that's the phase where I've been at for so long where it's just like I'm like condemning myself for things that were just out of my control or literally just God's plan because I'm just so just like lost and confused right now where I'm at I'm still in this phase of hopelessness, anger, and regret, and I'm trying to push myself into what I hope is the next phase of peace. I've definitely experienced peace throughout these seasons of setbacks. I've talked about it before, and I just need to get myself back, but it feels like whenever I do find myself to be at peace, the rug is kind of like pulled from underneath me, and I am like, 
I fall down multiple flights of stairs <laughs> at the same time. And I'm like, yo, I don't even want to try. I don't even want to try no more. Like I will just sit here at the bottom of the steps until the game is over. Like just leave me here. <laughs> so, but obviously I can't do that. And that's a mental picture. And I know what you guys are thinking. <laughs> Breland, have you been in therapy? I need to get back because clearly I'm spiraling and I just I'm I'm a work in progress though and I'm working on how I can lean on him trust his word and believe his promises because I I think though I do see a little light at the end of the tunnel like I said I'm not completely like life sucks this is horrible it's over I'm just like yo I just feel like I've just been in the worst fight of my life. <laughs> there was somebody who had no remorse for me and was just pop, 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 black eye, busted front tooth, kicked me in, in the gut, like just everything. And now I, I have to make the choice to stand up again and then hope that everything will heal and that I'll be a better fighter next time. But it's hard and it's difficult. And I'm struggling, but I'm trying. So I apologize. Like I said, I know there's not going to be much value to this podcast, but I just have to get back on the horse because I have just been, I got to, I got to do something. Let me know what are some podcast topics or things that you guys want me to talk about let me know in the comments down below or you can write me on instagram as well at breland.hunt to close out this podcast episode i mentioned this before but the last time i took a break from uploading the podcast i filmed this video and then i didn't even upload it but it was kind of like my current lease so i'm going to talk about different things that I'm currently into just to kind of update you guys and have this to be a little bit fun since uh this podcast episode was definitely meek and uh dry and uh dreary <laughs> okay so first things first what am I currently listening to I will say shout out to one of my subscribers who let me know about Maverick City's um wait on him been bumping it <laughs> that was definitely a great great um recommendation for me and i just saw today that maverick city and um kirk franklin are going on tour i don't know if i'm gonna go i haven't been to a concert yet since the pandemic i love i like concerts i don't love them i love i like concerts but it's one of those things where it just it it feels like so much money that you're gonna spend just to see an artist and I also never really have anybody to go to concerts with. So let me know, are you a concert goer? Because I just feel like concerts are like low key really expensive, but I'm like, I would really like to go to that concert. I don't know enough of Maverick City's music in order to go, but it's in June. So in the rate that I'm going right now, I probably will know all of the songs by then. I don't know, let me know. Would you go to that concert? Are you a concert person? Are you like, willing to spend two to three hundred dollars just to see your favorite artist in person that's just like so expensive to me i just think that there's so many things that i could do like i could travel with that money it just it never feels like anything is really worth that much money i don't know why i feel that way when it comes to concerts anyway next up is what i'm currently thinking i think that was exactly what this whole podcast episode was so i'll just go ahead and swipe past that <laughs> the next one is what i'm currently buying um 
I will say, what have I bought recently? I've been trying to do pretty good. I can't wait to do my next update. I'm trying to keep some things in until they're further along. When I update you guys, we can talk more. So <laughs> until then, what am I currently buying? What am I currently buying? What am I currently buying? I kind of, I have, I'll say this. I have three pair of shoes that are in the boxes that I bought, um, I bought one for my grandma's funeral. They're kind of like things that I could wear for Miss Marilyn or professional wear. Um, I don't know. You guys know I'm a shoeaholic. I don't know what it is. If I find a shoe that I like and it's in my size, then I buy it even if I don't need it. And I have so many shoes and I kind of wear them all, but I definitely don't need as many. Anyway, that's the past thing that I bought where I'm kind of like, I didn't really need this. I'll still wear it. I'll st I, need I, I don't need them, but I'll wear them. So I'm currently buying new shoes, I guess, and their heels, of course. What I'm currently manifesting, ooh, I can't share it if it hasn't happened yet, right? Um, I'll just say that I am currently manifesting to, how can I say this? Um, I, I, I am currently manifesting dancing more. Okay, what I'm currently struggling with, hmm. I'm currently struggling with my mental health. <laughs> Hello, that's embarrassing. No, it's not. Um, I'm currently struggling also with like my eating habits. Um, I went grocery shopping for the first time yesterday since literally January. So like my grandmother got sick the second part of January. She passed the first week of February and like, that whole time I have just been like just literally eating out or not eating at all eating one meal a day like very much so cup of noodles very much so like freshly meals put in the mic like I was not eating and yeah I was really struggling with kind of just I, I mean even I was still working out I haven't been working out recently because of this stupid straight hair and I'm about to take this out because I'm like <laughs> I I'm I, if you guys don't know, if I get a style, I like to keep it in for a certain amount of time. Like when I got my braids, I specifically got them done on December 24th because I was like, I need to keep these in for at least two months because I knew that I wanted to have straight hair for my farewell pageant. So I didn't win the pageant and I think I talked about this in the vlog, so we'll keep that for that. But I basically was like, I want to wear straight hair because otherwise when I compete, I want to wear curly hair. And now I'm like, I'm about to compete again. So I have to take this out and I want to work out. And like the straight hair is just so much pressure. Like I just love, I love my curly hair. Um, anyway, so I'm struggling with keeping my hair straight. I'm struggling with eating healthy and I'm struggling with my mental health. What am I currently working on? Self-improvement. Hmm. I'm currently working on... I talked about um, having quiet time and making sure that I was getting adequate quiet time before my day started. And I've been doing really good with that. So making sure that I have enough time, I'm waking up on time and I'm really just getting into it, reading my devotionals, reading the word. And yeah, even though, I, even though, <laughs> even though I'm not like doing well, I've been in my word. Um, so you know, it's, it's just life. Life happens. Um, what I'm currently praying for. Oh, I'm praying for so many things. I'm definitely praying for peace, of course, 
God's peace and his understanding. I'm praying for peace with God's will. So knowing that his plan is going to be his plan is like one part, but then accepting it and like being joyful about it and having peace with it. That's what I need. Cause it's like, he gonna do what he gonna, he gonna do what he want to do regardless. But if I could just be happy with it, it would just make life a lot easier for me. So I'm definitely praying for contentment as well. Um, what am I currently watching? This is fun. So fun fact, I just started watching Insecure and I say just like the beginning of the year maybe or maybe it was the end of last year um yeah so I'm on season five now I I got HBO Max just to watch Insecure and I'm basically up to date so I've watched basically the entire series and I'm about to end the series so let me know if you like Insecure I, I just feel like I definitely wish I would have watched it with everybody else because there was a lot of conversations that I just was like, I don't know what y'all talking about. <laughs> but now I kind of know what y'all talking about. At least I'll know for future references. But um, yeah, I just did not want to pay for HBO Max at the time. And that's kind of sad because I specifically was like, Euphoria is coming back. I also like watching um, the new Gossip Girl. Let me know if you guys, you, you guys know I could talk about TV all day. <laughs> so, um, and I think I talked about this as well. I'm only paying for one subscription service at a time because it's just, just going off my finances is too much. And if I'm watching one show, I don't have that much time to watch TV. So when I'm sitting down and I'm watching TV, I just want to watch that one series like every time I have time to watch TV, I just want to watch that series until it's done. And then I'm like, okay, now let me watch another series. So Right now I have HBO Max and so I was watching Gossip Girl, then I started Insecure and because I was watching Insecure I haven't been able to start Euphoria and I love Euphoria um, and I, I'm i going to watch that next basically. Literally by the time I started the whole season is going to be over so I have just been avoiding what people are saying on social media which kind of sucks because that's what's fun is when you're watching it with everybody else and you get the comments and you get the references and stuff. I don't I don't really get it. Um, I just know that the sound has went viral on TikTok <laughs> um, but it's whatever. I'll watch it on my own time and also I want to talk to people about this as well. I really should just get on like Instagram live and start talking about um, movies and TV well not movies I don't be watching movies but TV shows because I just love to talk about TV but I will say the documentary that I was mentioning was genius and I know it was on Netflix so I watched it at my sister's house because she had Netflix and then I realized that my mom has Netflix and she's logged on in the television downstairs so I can't watch it in my room but if I go downstairs like the living room I can watch Netflix and I was like oh you done done it now so I watch I finished the whole genius which is the Kanye West documentary for those of you guys who don't know it's on Netflix and it was interesting I really liked the first one because I'm not a Kanye West fan whatsoever at all barely have listened to a whole album of his I've definitely listened to a college dropout or the college dropout like a lot of songs off of that still not a Kanye fan but it was interesting because what I liked the most about the entire series but specifically the first documentary series because it's like a three-part what I liked the most was that Cootie who was the director and the videographer of the entire documentary about how he literally saw Kanye from afar and was like yo this guy is gonna be great I see it in him like I I know that he's gonna be something big and even though he had his own like 
broadcasting thing and he had his own career like kind of doing comedy he put everything for himself on hold in order to document Kanye's life and if I could wish for anything and I hope to get this one day in the future when I have my life together whether it be like once I'm a doctor or you know maybe once I'm, I don't know but I I want a cootie I'm like who is my cootie <laughs> because let me tell you guys so when I and this is so sad but like just for an example the past weekend when I did my pageant farewell I wanted to take a picture underneath like the Miss America logo in my pretty blue dress with my hair my makeup it's done and my mom is the only person who was there my my best friend was there she ended up leaving early so I had to get my mom to take pictures she is the worst person at taking pictures god bless her and it's so frustrating for both of us because I'm so serious about my content like if I have if I want it to look the way that I want it to look I remember telling Kayla this story and she was like, oh gosh, I know she was nervous because I'm even nervous to take your pictures. And I'm like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, I'm not going to yell at you, but I'm also like not going to give up until I see the picture is exactly how I want it, which can be a little bit frustrating for people. But I, especially for a moment like that, it's a once in a lifetime chance that you're going to be here. You know what I'm saying? Like it was my last night in Washington County. I really wanted a picture in my dress with my hair and makeup done. And my mom took pictures that looked like she took it with a potato, you guys. The pictures were so fuzzy and they were so bad. And I just had her taking like little videos of me and stuff. You guys can see the reels on my Instagram page. And it ended up working out fine. But I just felt so bad because she was so frustrated with me. And I was so frustrated with her because she was frustrated with me. And I'm like, I wish you wanted to do this. Like, I wish you wanted to help me document my stuff because don't you know I'm going to be great? Like, don't you know you're documenting greatness here? Like, there are clips of Kanye, um, like, recording his Grammy Award winning songs. And it's like, because that person had the faith in Kanye and his career and because they saw it he was willing to commit and he was also good at what he was doing and I basically just wish that I could have somebody who could be like a producer and who could follow me around with a camera and help me create content because it's very hard to like create content on your own not just the ideas wise but like specifically when I'm doing stuff in the Miss America organization and I'm going to events like you want people to be recording you or taking a picture of you like yes you want to stop and pose for pictures but even then like when I go to these events by myself I'm going on a tangent now I'll wrap it up soon I promise but when I go to these events by myself it's like it's so hard to get somebody to take a picture for me and then can you send it to me or like if I'm in a parade like I you can't do it all you can't be the talent and the editor and the visionary and the director and the producer and the the photographer like it would just help if I had somebody who was like yo I really see what you got going on here I see you grinding I got ideas that I feel like could also help you get to your you know your end goal to help you create your content better because I see what you're trying to do and I really like I bang with it and it could just be my right hand man like Cootie was for Kanye now Kanye ended up doing Cootie dirty I won't do you like how Kanye did but I'll let y'all watch the documentary in case you haven't watched it And that's it for my long tangent. (laughs) Um, Last but not least, I will share what I'm currently loving. And I, ooh, that's a great question. Um, I'm currently loving, 
I'm currently loving avocado toast. I go in and out where sometimes I'm like, yo, this this thing is not filling. It, I need I need more food. I need meat. But the other times I'm like, oh, how light and refreshing and mm, bread. So I'm currently at a place right now where I really like avocado toast. <laughs> random I know I know this podcast episode was all over the place I hope you guys enjoyed it definitely leave me a comment down below I just wanted to like I said get back up on the horse I am going to include some kingdom keys right here because I believe that God speaks to us in various different ways I'm gonna do one last post before this evening is over and it's because of a, a client that I saw earlier today and he's 28 and I was just talking with him about He's kind of frustrated with his life and hasn't accomplished what he's wanted to accomplish. He's not in a relationship, good looking guy, talented beyond belief, um, but he's not where he wants to be. And he gets on social media and he notices that other people have got their degrees or they uh, have advanced degrees or they're married or they're having kids already. And I was just saying to him, hey, trust me, I have a long life. And in my opinion, the worst decade is the 20s. And that's a period when I can really be lonely. I can really have some dep depression. Our brains aren't fully developing until we're around 25, 26. We don't really know that well who we are, but it's also a, a stage when we can really make some bad choices, um, career choices, um, partner choices, um, having kids early, too early. Uh, there's all kinds of risks that go on when we're during that, going through that period of our 20s. Um, so I just try to tell people, be patient, don't rush it, um, and uh, and be careful of the social media because it can really make you feel like you're lagging behind, uh, you're never gonna amount to anything, uh, you're never gonna have a good relationship, and, uh, and those things just happen. And they often are a lot more successful when they happen in their in the 30s than they are when they happen in the 20s. Now you must understand that when God starts talking to us and teaches us about life, he is clear that life is going to be traumatic. That they, they that live godly shall suffer trauma, persecution. You're going to go through certain things. Certain things are going to happen. I know you're looking for the kind of faith and the kind of message that says nothing will ever happen, but certain things are going to ha happen in our lives, and our faith is proven in how we recover. You can't have triumph without conflict. If you're going to have triumph, you've been in a battle. You can't be a winner if you're not in a fight. Last but not least, we are going to end this episode off right with a few minutes of guided affirmations to keep our spirits up and focused as we move throughout our day. Remove all distractions and verbally repeat these words after me. I am worthy of great things in life. I have faith in myself and my ability to reach my goals. I make an effort to always live in the present moment. Everything is going to work out for my highest good. 
I am releasing any bad thoughts that keep me away from my happiness. I have the power to improve my situation. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe. You can do so on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you're not already watching the pod, don't forget there are accompanying video podcasts on my YouTube channel, Beauty and Brains. So join me over there and subscribe to this channel as well. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Breland Hunt or visit my website, BrelandHunt.com for weekly podcast updates or to contact me to share your story. Until next time, be sure to live each day to the fullest because you only live once and give yourself some grace. We are all just a work in progress. I'll see you guys next week.